ಸಹನಾವತು ಸಹನೌ ಭುನಕ್ತು ಸಹ ವೀರ್ಯಂ ಕರವಾವಹೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನಾವಧೀತಮಸ್ತು ಮಾ ವಿಷಾವಹೈ ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ ನಮ ಶ್ರೀಶಂಕರಾನಂದಗುರುಪಾದಾಂಬುಜನ್ಮನೆ ಸವಿಲಾಸ ಮಹಾಮೋಹಗ್ರಹಗ್ರಸೈಕರ್ಮಣೆ ನೌ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಲುಕಿಂಗ್ ಎಟ್ ಥರ್ಟಿ ಏಟ್ ಥರ್ಟಿ ನೈನ್ ವರ್ಸಸ್ ದಿ ಒಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಷನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದ ರೆಸ್ಪಾನ್ಸ್ and what is the objection if the bondage is because of the mental world you know mental world is causing bondage correct you yourself said not the physical world and so as i said this is a friendly objector because he, <laughs> this is from the from the yoga uh, person the person who is always you know trying to get to a place of eliminating the dvaitam how by trying to train or discipline the mind to not have thoughts in fact the first yoga sutra is what yoga chitta vritti nirodha <laughs> and here chitta vritti nirodha is means cessation of all thoughts okay how long can you be without thoughts tell me until you have the thought that you have been without thoughts correct <laughs> so if thoughtlessness uh, were moksha then you can say i have had moksha many many times in fact i am an expert in moksha yesterday i had moksha for 15 minutes and then before that i had moksha for 2 minutes and the day before yesterday i had moksha 3 times in the day tell me what's the difference between mokha and moksha <laughs> both are finite and you know and if thoughtlessness you know is moksha maybe it will keep you out of trouble because you know thoughts uh, precede action okay maybe it's good and uh, maybe it will keep the the fellow out of trouble <laughs> but you know it is it is what is called tatkalika dvaita shanti tatkalika dvaita shanti means for the time being the dvaita the duality is kind of you know artificially suppressed suspended to come back with a vengeance like even a bad coin in circulation because the mind comes back and here the problem with the with the yoga people and this ob- objection in particular this objection prakritam in the in this context is that they are thinking the mind to be real so they are trying to do what is called manonasha remove the mind no duality what is the cause of duality the mind and therefore remove the mind no duality it's like this doctor a quack actually you know opened shop and uh, you know started his business and then the patient came you know the lady came and said doctor doctor i have a terrible you know chronic problem with headaches migraines and i wish it was somebody else's grain but it looks like it is mine only i don't know what to do it is very debilitating the doctor said no problem step in this way oh that's your uh, consultation room he says no that is the operating room operating room yes you know i will prep you for surgery we'll remove the head that's what we'll do no more head no more headache and so here the mind is the cause of sorrow fear etc remove the mind <laughs> and then no more sorrow is this a you know this is not a solution why because the mind needs to think otherwise in the uh, what is called uh, you know vyavaharika life in the regular life of transaction even to go from one place to another you, to catch yourself from falling in a split of a second to you know all the reflexes everything works because the mind works perceptions take place because the mind works vedanta works because you have a mind 
ah but if you say never mind to the mind and then try to you know what what should i say control quote unquote control attempt to control the mind then you won't get anywhere yes we also talk about uh, my, my mind training and discipline but that's not about we don't talk about the suppression or the cessation of uh, thoughts because you know in the bhagavad gita arjuna has the same question and the same problem and what does he say you know he says that uh, whatever uh, you know yaha yogah tvaya proktah that yoga you know this this uh, uh, training of the mind that has been this discipline that has been given by you where in the 6th chapter oh lord you know it is very difficult to you know put into practice because chanchalam hi manah krishna pramathi balavad dhridam he complains the mind is very restless i don't seem to have a uh, hold over it and in fact if you ask me to bring a you know a handful of air and give it to you it's easier to do that it's easier to control the air and you know clap it between the palm of my hands rather than to look at this mind and and train the mind and then lord krishna agrees with him you know he says yes yeah I, i can see that the mind is restless the mind moves from one object to another but that's its job that's its nature and then you know but he says abhyasena cha kaunteya vairagyena tu grihyate he gives a trick for disciplining the mind uh, he says through practice of japa where you sit and you know give the mind the task to repeat only one thought and instead of some meaningless thought we take the name of the lord ishvara ishvara becomes the object of the meditation ishvara in any form any name some ishta devata some mantra received from the teachers etc that is repeated uh, again and again the mind is put on a on a mono diet of mantra you know that's all it is and then of course it will get distracted otherwise it is not meditation it becomes samadhi if it is not distracted so you train the mind the you know that it is distracted is not a problem you keep bringing it back bringing it back bringing it back so you train the mind to stay you get what is called nishchalata chitta nishchalata so that you can have single minded focus while listening to vedanta shastra so this is a preparation for us this is the preparation for us to gain this knowledge natu not actually the end point or the goal the goal cannot be thoughtlessness otherwise what it will become dull you know otherwise there is no arthaspuranam that takes place and besides if thoughtlessness were to be acquired by moksha it can only be tatkaliki tatkalika moksha tatkaliki shanti so it cannot be so the cessation of the mind is is for a short time then tell me how is samadhi different from sleep in fact sleep is better because uninterrupted for 5 6 hours one can sleep so instead of and and effortlessly <laughs> you know you tire yourself out and you can go to sleep instead of sitting and trying to practice thoughtlessness and then tell me if thoughtlessness is samadhi then there are certain other times also you know where the mind goes blank that should also be you know spontaneously goes blank and then that should also be all right but however you know the uh, you know the response in uh, verse number 30 uh, uh, 39 is this that you know tatkalika dvaita shantau two things one is moksha is not a uh, what's its name moksha is not a product it is not gained through an action even if the action is meditation meditation is to train the mind for shravanam nididhyasanam etc it is not to produce moksha but why not <laughs> well moksha you already have you cannot produce moksha it's like going to bhagavan and saying 
I'd, I'd like a head on my shoulders. And what will Bhagavan say? Even Bhagavan will express, you know, his helplessness to give you a head on the shoulders. Why? Because you already have one. So Bhagavan may say, I can give you another one because obviously the first one is not working properly. That's why you are asking for this silly, uh, silly uh, boon. So, you know, I'll give you another one. Just tell me where you want it. You want it side by side, you know, so that you can, uh, uh, you know, make some money on the side uh, by, uh, you know, through, what is that, a freak show, charging people to look at you. Or you want it, you know, like uh, Indian buses, one on top of the other, double-decker. That also I can arrange. Or you want the other head, you know, back-to-back, back, so that you can confuse your friends. They don't know whether you are going or coming, <laughs> you know. And you can literally have eyes at the back of your head. So tell me what you want. But I cannot give you a head on the shoulders, because you already have it. Similarly, I cannot give you moksha because it is your own swarupa. You already have it. You know, and another moksha doesn't exist. Another head can exist, but another moksha cannot exist. Why? Because this moksha alone is infinite, limitless. It is your own nature. You cannot have two limitlesses. Uh, and if, if there were two things called limitless, then each one would be delimiting the other. The existence of each would be delimiting the other. And so this being the situation, moksha is your nature, it is it is your swarupa. No, but then how, don't, how come I don't experience it? You are experiencing it all the time. You are experiencing yourself. Moksha is you. You are experiencing yourself. No, but I, I still have sorrow. Then that's the question you have to ask. Why? And how? And then, so... The question, you know, it's not about gaining moksha. It is about removing samsara <clears throat> that stands in the way of myself knowing that there is moksha. And that can be done regardless of whether there is Ishvara Dvaita or not. Ishvara Srishti is there. It can be done. You don't have to eliminate either the mind, Manasam Dvaitam, Jiva Srishti or Ishvara Srishti. You don't have to do that. Because if you just try to train the mind to shut up, then what happens? Then that person, the person, you know, spends the whole, almost the whole life, whole of adulthood and the rest of the adult life in samadhi dies away. And then what? He's born again because the root cause of samsara is not, uh, you know, is not addressed. That's why agami janihi kshayaha na. Samadhina, so only by the Kevala Samadhi practice, by the practice of Samadhi, what is happened? You know, Agami Janihi, Janihi means birth. Agami, the birth that is yet to come, which is the product of all this karma, is not going to be silenced, is not going to stop. And unless, of course, the person, you know, they look at, uh, you know, look at how you can, uh, you know, deal with it. So next time the person will be born. And then they have to be born, as I said yesterday, in a lotus position with the chin mudra in a samadhi pose and have to be meditating from birth not to accrue any more karma. And then what, you know? And then uh, they have to be in samadhi all their life to avoid samsara. Not possible. Better gain the knowledge here. And now, Haivataihi Jitas Sargaha Yesham Samye Sthitam Manaha. Fifth chapter of the Bhagavad Gita says, Here itself, those sadhus have gained as it were heaven without needing to go anywhere, without needing to have any other experience, which is finite. And, you know, so therefore what? So therefore, you know, Yesham, for whom Samye Sthitam Manaha. So they are in equanimity. And this gift of equanimity is because they know the truth of themselves. And so, that, that is what, uh, you know, that is what he says, Apyagami Janikshayaha. So then, the, what was the, the objectioner's question? Brahmadjnanena kim prayojanam vada. What is the use of Brahman knowledge? And that is answered in 39. And then in verse number 40, he is continuing the response as though in um, 
as though responding to a either this purva pakshi or another silent purva pakshi uh, so you know in a way he is anticipating the question and giving the response let us read that verse number 40 anivritte pisha srishte dvaitam tasya mrishatmatam buddha brahma dvayam bodham shakyam vastvaikavadinaha अनिवृत्ते पीशसृष्टे द्वैते तस्यमृषात्मता बुद्ध्वा ब्रह्मा द्वयं बोधुम शक्यम वस्तवैक्यवादिन वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग यू नो सो ही इज रिस्पॉन्डिंग टू अ क्वेश्चन अबाउट हाउ टू डील विथ यू नो हाउ टू डील विथ दिस द्वैता and you know first we saw what did we see we saw that the manasam dvaitam is the cause of the pain and the sorrow and then we also saw that the manasam dvaitam cannot be you know uh, cannot be removed through controlling the mind or through having some kind of a practice of you know not having thoughts and then you know maybe there is a questioner who says okay if the mind cannot be controlled and made to be silent then perhaps we should work on removing isha ishvara srishti because there is an objection what is the objection you say that you want advaita correct you want non duality and then how can you have non duality when the world is already divided into two ha 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 you know why ha 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 because look at these vedantins look at all of you you know and you say oh we are all advaitins and then what do you do you go and fall at the feet of bhagavan isn't that dvaita you say i have to become a bhakta and then then you go and fall at the feet of the guru or maybe you fall at the feet of the guru and then fall at the feet of bhagavan see isn't there dvaita guru shishya and then what else you know then you have the uh, what are the uh, you know uh, guru shishya bhagavan uh, bhakta like this all these dualities you you say yes to puja you say yes to meditation even in meditation you are saying om namo bhagavate rudraya that is what is your mantra om namah shivaya so who is saying namaha the deena uh, the, the the helpless fellow who is troubled by the dvaita and then unto shiva so shiva is different from the the one who says namah shivaya and so you know the you you advaitins are just a crazy bunch crazy contradictory and hypocritical so really speaking how can you have advaita when your whole premise of advaita is based on dvaita you know and then you say you don't want to remove the you don't you don't like samadhi you don't like dharana you don't like dhyana you don't like this you don't like that but then you know he whatever practices we give are much more effective because by says by the cessation of the mind at least the dvaita is removed but here you know this ishvara srishti is is stacked up against us because in this ishvara srishti with all these things of you know delectable things and even kathopanishad laments this you know the, there are too many tempting things to be able to go within and you have to avoid so many things so many pitfalls paranchikhani yatrinat swayambhuhu parak pashyati na cha antaratman so paranchikhani means this is you know this is a uh, very uh, you know bad setup because all the means of knowledge eyes etc pratyaksha pramanani they are all facing outside none of them is you know facing within so how and you are supposed to look within how are you going to accomplish that you know lord yama laments that vyatrinat swayambhuhu it's almost like bhagavan has destroyed us by making us oriented towards things within samsara because when you open your eyes that's what you see you don't see antaratma you don't see the truth of yourself because it cannot be an objectified uh, objectified 
so you only see objects and you cannot see the subject and so what kind of a setup is this you know and therefore what you cannot have advaita when there is you know when you're swimming in dvaita this is like a silent objection and a continuation of this you know what was what was said before and so you know uh, he says uh, you know that is that is the context for verse number 40 prithe isha srishte api anivritte means without uh, resolving so even when ishvara's world does not resolve ishvara's vaitam cannot be resolved except where in pralaya and he is going to discuss that in the very next verse pralaya means when the in between cycles of creation so ishvara's world cannot be uh, resolved so the the external world you know cannot be resolved and then here's the secret need not be eliminated <laughs> ha so how can you have advaita in this dvaita world because we don't have to do anything to eliminate either the mind which is the cause of manasam dvaitam or ishvara's jagat the cause of ishvara's dvaitam all we need to do is understand the nature of ishvara's world and what is the nature of ishvara's world ha huh? non separate from ishvara that is the nature of ishvara's world sarvam brahmamayam there is a song sarvam brahmamayam rere meaning everything is just brahman it's all ishvara so you have to ishvaraize the universe and that can only come through knowledge of seeing the truth of yourself the jagat uh, you know as ishvara so then what about the world the world is just a word you have to remove the l there that's all it is vacharambhanam vikaro namadheyam chandogya upanishad and all the things in the universe you know uddalaka is teaching san shvetaketu and shvetaketu is fascinated with this teaching and he says look you know one clay so many pots and all the pots are what just word and meaning they are all centered on vak the word pot with the meaning of the word pot that's all it is it's just nama roopatmakam jagat its nama roopa and the nama roopa is is what is just an extension of ishvara so really speaking the nama roopa is mithya so there is no such thing as pot so if i say please look at this pot and you can say yes i lo- I-, i can see this pot and if i show you this pot you can say what i am a vedantin i see only clay so you you know and you you cannot say the pot and clay are both real no only one is real you know you can you can you can just you know see the pot and say the reality of it is clay you are seeing the pot and the clay at the same time without any contradiction because you have understood the mithyatvam of the pot but you are not seeing them as two separate things ha huh. it's fine to say this is a pot because you know you are seeing when you say it is a pot you are invoking the name and form you are invoking the object in relation to its name and form when you say i spy clay you know then you know what are you say you know you are invoking the substance that is the truth of the pot so you cannot say i see two things one thing is pot another thing is clay no it's the same thing from two standpoints and that is what now you replace the word pot with a jagat you replace the word pot with a jagat and then the so the same thing same thing you have to see you, you know you have to look at the whole world as just what clay ha <laughs> ah. oh whole world as clay no whatever is equivalent to clay in that example that's how you have to see the whole world and what is that which is equivalent to clay brahman ishvara and you know so ishvara you have to ishvaraize the universe and see that you know that you know that that, that is what you have to do 
but somehow there is this pervasive delusion you know moha delusion that you need some kind of samadhi some kind of a special experience for atma jnana if atma jnana was a special experience then that too would be time bound it would come in time it would go in time you know because people even at the vedantins are sometimes confused because what do they say they say you need to have a special experience and what do you have to do you know you have to um, you know you have to go into a turiya state what is this turiya state it's not the waker it's not the sleeper it's not the dreamer and then it is some other state somehow you get into this is not you know and in fact a state is that which you get into by definition and out of which you come <laughs> so therefore what this is you know this is a very confused state of affairs so turiya is that which is neither the waker nor the dreamer nor the sleeper that is true but in whose presence you know the waker comes to light in whose presence which is non separate from the dreamer non separate from the sleeper you know waker is turiya turiya is not the waker ha that inner space which is gained through atma gyanam which is gained through a committed exposure to this knowledge is what is needed and that is what verse uh, 40 is is talking about anivritte api even without removing esha srishte even in the event of esha srishti not being removed you know esha uh, esha srishta dvaita not being removed then what तस्य मृषात्मताजस्टिवालिटीजगत्ट्रूथ्रूक्यम अनिवृत्तेक्यवादि so vastu aikyavadinah means for the people who who understand that all you know the all these vastus you know this these vastus that we see in the jagat are just one vastu alone and that one vastu aikyam ekasya bhavah you know that one vastu alone is myself is the jagat is ishvara everything is a thing because you know Yeah, I, without which anything worth being called a thing is a non-thing. So the whole jagat is no thing, nothing. <laughs> And without the presence of that, you know, Satchidananda Atma Brahman. So therefore, what I don't have to, you know, negate Ishvara Srishti, except cognitively understand that the jagat is not separate from Ishvara. i don't have to physically eliminate ishvara srishti or physically negate ishvara srishti you know i just have to understand that the truth of the jagat and the truth of myself and the truth of uh, ishvara is this non dual brahman and you know and this is what even you know um, what is that you know you have the uh, you have even pandits rishis etc no matter how qualified they may be in their own subjects this knowledge doesn't come on its own it has to be chosen you may be very intelligent like even narada even narada had to approach what is uh, who is that sanat kumara for this knowledge and you know he goes to sanat kumara and then what does he say you know please so soham bhagavah 
Soham doesn't mean <laughs> I know who I am and I am one with the, the, the uh, you know, uh, one with Bhagavan. No. Soham Bhagavashojami. Oh Lord, you know, I am this miserable fellow. I am still subject to sorrow. Shokasya param tarayatu bhavan. Please take me onto the, cross me, help me cross to the other side of sorrow. And then what, you know, help me to cross over sorrow. Because I have heard, you know, shokam tarati atmavit. I have heard tarati shokam atmavit, the knower of the self crosses sorrow so please teach me the knowledge of myself and who is asking Narada somebody exalted like Narada so the Upanishads you know always brings in as the student someone who is famous so like Narada Indra and then uh, you know uh, this uh, King Pratardana very famous king uh, in the Kaushitaki Upanishad and so the, these people who are not ordinary people, why? Because even though you may be extraordinary, you may be a celebrity, you may have a big following on Twitter and all the other social media handles, and then you may have, you, you may be trending every day, doesn't matter, you may be a scientist, doesn't matter, you still have to seek this knowledge without which you will not understand the truth of yourself. And so, and what does Narada go and ask? He says, give me the truth of myself. And Sanat Kumara says, let me know what you already know. Because I should know where to begin. You know, should I begin at a high level and just say Tattva Masi and then you understand? Or should I begin at Vedanta KG Kindergarten? kindergarten you know, Vedanta KG A for Atma. B for Brahman, C for Chit, D for Dharma, E for Eshana, we can keep on going, you know. F we don't have, Karma Phalam, we can have a Phalam. So like this, you know. And uh, so should I begin at uh, A for uh, Atma, etc. You please tell me what you know. And Narada gives an astounding list of accomplishments. You know, Adhitam Maya, I have, it has, this, all this has been studied by me. You know, Rig Veda, Yajur Veda, Sama Veda, Atharva Veda. Oh God, he is a, you are a Chaturvedi. Yes, <laughs> I am a Chaturvedi. And then, you know, I just don't have the last name Chaturvedi. I am actually a Chaturvedi. Because anybody called, uh, you know, uh, what is that, you know, Dvivedi, Trivedi, Chaturvedi, they haven't studied even one, one mantra of one Veda. Maybe they just know Gayatri mantra, that's about it. They are riding on the coattail of their ancestors' accomplishments. Ah. It's not, you know, it's not their accomplishment. But here, it is Narada's own accomplishments. He is truly a Chaturvedi. He has studied all the four Vedas plus all the Upavedas, you know, and the Angas, Shiksha, Kalpa, Vyakarna, Nirukta, Chandas, Jyotisham, all these, you know, various, you know, satellite dis uh, disciplines connected to the Veda, grammar, pronunciation, how to do rituals, all these things, you know, astrology, astronomy, everything he knows, plus he knows the Upavedas, like, you know, baby Vedas, like Ayurveda, Nakshatra, the Nakshatra Veda, Nakshatra Vidya, Dhanur Vidya, this Vidya, that Vidya, all this he knows. And then, you know, Sanat Kumara just laughs and he says, oh, I'm just telling you what all I know and you're laughing at me. And Sanat Kumara says, what else can I do? Oh, Narada, because what you know is nothing. <laughs> what you know is nothing. You know the whole world of Isha Dvaitam, Ishwara's duality you know. But what do you know is, what you know is just name and form, name and form, word and meaning, word and meaning. That which powers the word and meaning to function 
you know in certain ways according to certain laws that source because of which all the laws are sustained from which everything has come unto which everything goes back that is the only vastu and that vastu is non separate from you and that vastu we shall call here he says sanat kumara just for a change because atma atma brahman brahman one gets jaded so just for a change we'll call this vastu bhuman not atman bhuman so you know yadvai alpam tanna bhuma whatever is small whatever can be objectified by you is not bhuma tan martyam tanna bhuma anything that is you know small anything that you can objectify is not bhuma is mortal is subject to finitude like all the objects in the universe you know fall away die away wither away starting with flower etc everything you know goes away even in the museum how long can you keep something at some point they have to say okay this is gone you know and then what and then after that the you know it is it it has it has resolved but that unto which it has resolved and that which was sustaining it if you don't know then you know only avastu so only you know nothing but i know a lot of nothing <laughs> a lot of nothing is still nothing a little bit of nothing is still nothing so you know nothing narada because you don't know that bhuma that very thing because of which something gets to be called a thing so all these objects in the universe a pot gets to be called a thing because of the presence of clay and so to all the objects in the jagat get to be counted and called thing one thing thing two thing three because of that vastu that thing which makes everything a thing which makes everything come to light and have some function and have a name and form so you are only seeing the things that collapse that come to an end you are not seeing the truth of that thing which is non separate from you you know and yat na alpam you know and then what is not small what is not you know what one cannot objectify you know that is bhuma and that bhuma is you and so this is you know this knowledge is gained you know in spite of the duality ishwara's duality nay he is going to say this knowledge can only be gained within this setup of ishwara's duality so so don't try to eliminate ishwara's duality he is going to say that in the next in, in the next couple of verses but let us understand this you know tasya you know dvaitasya mrishatmatam budhva so gaining the understanding of the dvaita and the truth of this dvaita that this truth of this all these objects is the subject alone gaining this understanding brahmadvayam bodhum shakyam one is capable of gaining this knowledge so for the people who are keen on vastu uh, meaning keen on understanding the truth of what powers the whole universe of du- this duality of the universe and this ishvara when one understands then despite this ishvara's duality you can gain this knowledge even without eliminating ishvara's duality you know besides he is going to say how are you going to eliminate all the names and forms not possible and then you know so he says that mrishatmatam budhva all you have to do is falsify the name and form of the world as the truth of the jagat so the truth resides you know temporarily resides in the form of a name and form but that truth persists even when the name and form is destroyed it goes and joins another name and form because it is all pervasive or it simply is and because of which all name and form you know are there undisturbed and in spite of the name and forms this true this truth you know 
abides in you as you. So, therefore, we don't have to disturb Ishvara's duality. Then, another question may arise. Why not wait for Pralaya? Pralaya means the Ishvara's um, cessation of all names and forms. So, this is a funny question. If I cannot eliminate Ishvara's duality, you know, then I'll just wait for Ishvara to eliminate his own duality. And then after that, I will, it will be easy to study non-duality, correct? It will be easy, I can just coast along, I will already be non-dual. So, why to, it's still answering the question that, uh, that came a couple of, you know, verses ago. Brahmajnana kim vada. Tell me what should I gain from this knowledge of Brahman? Why, why to study? Because first of all, this object-subject duality cannot be, you know, reconciled, you know, because it is always there. And uh, and then, so therefore, this second objection in verse 41, what is going to be addressed is, why not wait for pralaya? Why not wait? If I cannot remove Ishwara's duality, let me wait to gain, you know, this knowledge or let me just wait to have this non-dual experience when Ishvara removes his own duality, her own duality, how? Through the cessation or the taking back of this universe. So let us just wait for pralaya. You know, it's like those, uh, uh, what is that called? Elephant jokes, you know. How does the elephant climb up a tree? There is one the children's uh, jokes. And what is the answer? It sits on a seed and waits for it to grow. <laughs> so, <laughs> when the seed grows, then the elephant is already on top of the tree. Okay? So, this is all, what is that? Kritrimam, uh, very artificially contrived, uh, you know, answers. Just for a joke. It's exactly like this. To say wait for pralaya is to say, is to, uh, uh, you know, is to say the other part of the joke, the children's joke. Once it's up the tree, how does the elephant get down from the tree? Huh? Anybody? Now that you have understood the uh, spirit of this, so how does the elephant get down from the tree? You might have heard it before. I have, yeah, it sits very correct. It sits on a leaf and waits for fall to come. So then it will just coast along like this and then come on the ground. You know, this is like, this is just, this is like say, exactly, you know, like saying, just like you say, you know, like the, the foolish person says that I will wait for pralaya or the cessation of Ishvara's duality in order to gain Brahmajnanam, you know, uh, not to gain Brahmajnanam, at least if that was the case, you know, it, we, the, the, the person could be corrected. The person is, you know, questioning why even Brahmajnanam is needed. So, let me try to do this without gaining Brahmajnanam. So, let me try to, you know, why, why do I need Brahmajnanam? Because the world is going to get pralaya anyway. So you only said in the verses uh, 2 to 13, describing Ishvara Srishti, what did you say? It comes and then it, it is sustained and then it is taken back. So this Ishvara's duality is like that. And so why should I worry and study Brahman and then study, you know, hit my head and then, you know, find out where is this quote from which Upanishad, Ayo, I can't remember. And then, you know, what is this? And then how to understand this? How come the world is Mithya? All this headache I don't need. All I have to do is like the elephant, sit on the, you know, <laughs> you know, in order to be, uh, you know, relieved from samsara, I sit on this, I sit out, wait out Ishvara's duality. I wait it out. And the foolishness of that is pointed in, um, uh, pointed in verses 41 and 42. Let us look at them. Pralaye tannivrittautu guru shastradhyabhavatah 
So, all right, your plan for waiting for pralaya has a small problem, tiny little problem. You want to know what that is? You know, pralaya, you know, yes, you're right. Tasya nivrittihi asti. Tasya means Isha dvaitasya nivrittihi asti. So Ishwara's dvaita is eliminated in pralaya. You are absolutely right, Mr. Purvapakshi or Ms. Purvapakshi. You are absolutely correct. Tu, however, then along with, uh, you know, all the names and forms that are eliminated in pralaya, also eliminated is the Guru, is the Shastra and for that matter you as Shishya, all of them are also gone. So even though Virodhe Dvaita Bhave Api, even though there is no Dvaita Bhava, there is no Dvaita, correct, you are absolutely right. Even though there is no Dvaita, this understanding of yourself as Advayam Brahma not possible to gain. <laughs> you can kiss this knowledge goodbye because not possible to gain. But why do I need this knowledge? You need this knowledge because otherwise Pralaya is like an extended and glorified Samadhi. Samadhi is individual pralaya. Pralaya is samashti samadhi. That's all it is. You know, samadhi means you have trained the mind to what? To not create problems, to in fact not have thoughts at all. And then what is pralaya? Pralaya is an extension of samadhi on the collective level where everything comes to rest in Ishwara. <laughs> Samadhi, individually everything comes to rest in Ishvara. Here, collectively everything comes to rest in Ishvara. And if Samadhi is not Moksha, Pralaya is also not Moksha. Because sure enough, you wait out, uh, you know, you avoid Brahmagyanam and wait it out till Pralaya. Then what will happen? Next cycle of creation, you know, you will be born as a snail. Why? <laughs> because you have so much patience, slow and you know, and the slime from the previous birth is not gone. What is the slime? All the raga, dveshas, everything. And so, then Bhagavan says, Tathastu, you don't want to wake up, you, do, you want to hide into your hidey hole of some little shell of protection, you don't want to think, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to gain this knowledge. Okay, be as you are. Slowly you keep moving and keep waiting for something to happen. You know, this is next life you will be born. You know, Agami Janikshayaha Na because all the karmas standing in your account need to be exhausted. But why not the Vedanta knowledge? How come that removes karma? Because it removes Kartritva Buddhi. Yeah. Kartritva Buddhi means the the uh, wrong understanding that you are an agent of action. You are neither an agent of action nor a recipient of other people's actions. You are not karta, not bhokta, you are not the doer, you are not the done in. But how come I am not the doer? <laughs> well, it's just like everything in Vedanta, it's a one-way street. Doer is Atma, Atma is not the doer. Doer is you you are not the doer, you know. And of course we cannot top Pujya Swamiji's most apt illustration to understand this. The, you know, a very um, big, rich actor, you know, playing the role of a beggar. Where? In the movie. He's playing the role of a begging person and he's shooting for this very, you know, uh, big blockbuster film. And so what does the actor do? Wear the tattered robes of a beggar. 
goes from house to house knocks on the door let's say it is somebody big like uh, amitabh bachchan or someone i knocks on the doors oh mother give me bhiksha i haven't eaten for 3 days in fact he's just had breakfast and come to the shoot but uh, he is so convincing oscar you know winning type actor has won all the awards and you know with oscar uh, level quality actor and what does he say he says oh help me you know i can't gain this i can't get this i have not eaten for 3 days and without the use of glycerin tears flow from his face and the person of the house feels very bad gives food gives money also and then he goes to the next house like this he is very convincing without the need for you know any props any makeup he is very convincing his facial expression the presence of the cheek wet with tears you know is just you know he feels he is doing a good job and even though he is playing a dainya patra a very helpless vulnerable role he is not caught in this helplessness somewhere there is a little inner space that's telling him what <laughs> hey maybe i'll win an award for this movie look how nicely i'm emoting look how nicely i'm telling my lines i'm even doing some improv and the director is very happy maybe this film will become the biggest hit maybe i will have even a bigger name why why is he saying that because there is inner space he knows that at 6 o'clock or whenever the shooting ends 6 o'clock in the evening he can throw away the tatters go have a nice bath and go to his you know villa somewhere you know with with high security walls and sit you know you know sit somewhere with his family and enjoy the evening you know in other words what you know the beggar the begging person is not separate from the actor the begging person is the actor the body of the begging person is borrowed from the actor is non separate from the actor and the mind of the begging person is nothing but the actor's mind in fact you can say the whole persona of the beggar is the actor beggar is actor is the actor the beggar not at all similarly doer is atma atma is not the doer waker is atma atma is not the waker atma is big enough to sustain all roles all names all forms without being any one of them so this mrishatmatam buddha you know this mrishatmatam this mithyatvam of the jagat includes you know giving up through knowledge cognitively giving up the mithyatvam or the you know the uh, the vithyatvam or the non uh, you know reality of one being an actor and this is how it is taught in stages in the bhagavad gita and in the upanishads for that matter that one first brings in ishvara as a proxy doer i am not the doer oh lord you are the doer you are karta dharta samharta you are the doer you are the resolver you are the sustainer and then you know and whatever is and i am not the bhokta you are the giver of the fruits of action and whatever i take is i take it in the spirit of prasada that's why karma yoga becomes so important as a preparation for this knowledge as a practice to prepare for this knowledge and then the knowledge what says that you know the doer is you and that ishvara is you and then you are not the doer so you wake awaken to a different reality of yourself where all those things in the past does not apply karma is a model dharma karma are the wheels you know of a tricycle of a, a child but the child graduates from a tricycle to a bicycle because it knows now how to balance on the road of dharma so to speak so to this jiva graduates with the help of you know a gaining a some degree of what degree of understanding of the truth of oneself graduates to seeing that this karma is a superimposition this papa punya is a superimposition upon that i 
फ्री ऑफ पापा पुण्या फ्री ऑफ पुनर्जन्मा फ्री ऑफ कर्मा दैट नॉलेज हैज टू कम इट्स नॉट एनफ टू आर्टिफिशियली जस्ट यू नो एंजेंडर और मैन्युफैक्चर सेशन ऑफ इधर योर पर्सनल ड्यूएलिटी और दलेक्टिव ड्यूएलिटी रिगार्डलेस ऑफ विच ड्यूएलिटी यू आर ट्राइंग टू यू नो एलिमिनेट और वेट इट आउट इट्स नॉट गोइंग टू हेल्प यू इंडिविजुअली एज द जीवा एंडाउड विथ अज्ञानम दैट अज्ञान निरसनम हैज टू टेक प्लेस एंड देर फोर if you wait for pralaya it's like waiting for the like the elephant waiting for the uh, you know autumn to come to get down the tree by sitting on a leaf it is as ridiculous as that because even though virodhi dvaita virodhi dvaita means this uh, irritating dvaita oppositional contradictory dvaita to advaita is not there you still will be there as a potential jeeva waiting to be born again <laughs> that is verse number 41 42 abadhakam sadhakam cha dvaitam ishvara nirmitam abadhakam sadhakam cha dvaitam ishvara nirmitam apane tum shakyam chet अपने तो अशक्यम चेती आस्ताम तद्विष्यते कुतः अपने तुम शक्यम चेती आस्ताम तद्विष्यते कुतः स्वामी विद्यारण्या कंक्लूड्स दिस सेक्शन बाय सेइंग माय डियर फेलो यू हैव टू अंडरस्टैंड थ्री थिंग्स अबाउट ईश्वर सृष्टि because obviously you were not paying attention when i was talking in detail from verses 2 to 13 maybe you were in pralaya yourself because you were so busy practicing samadhi you went into samadhi instead of doing shravanam instead of listening to this knowledge and look at the result now now i have to so and i'm not going to repeat all i said about ishvara srishti i'm only going to sum up three things about ishvara srishti that you need to know that is pertinent to you right now with regard to gaining moksha or with regard to having advayam brahma gaining advayam brahma as the truth of yourself so what is that three things you need to know only three things yeah only three things so what are they ishvara srishti is abadhakam for self knowledge abadhakam means it does not ishvara srishta dvaita ishvara's duality does not come in the way of gaining self knowledge ha <laughs> number 1 and we have seen how okay so ishvara dvaita is not the problem what is the problem jeeva dvaita is the problem and jeevadvaita has to be eliminated through guru shastra etc and so that brings me my dear fellow to the second point it's not only abadhaka it not only is not coming in the way of you gaining this knowledge it is actually sadhaka because of is sadhaka means it's a helping agent so without ishvaradvaita we so you cannot gain this knowledge ishvara dvaita brings in wonderful things first of all your own understanding of your ignorance something is funny i don't like myself all these you know all this uh, uh, understanding of ignorance your uh, uh, jignasutvam your uh, desire to gain the knowledge search for a guru the guru you know and then the shastra which the guru yields all these things are part of ishvara dvaitam so ishvara dvaita in the form of guru and shastra and your own you know desire to learn all this is what is helpful who said ishvara dvaita comes in the way of self knowledge not only does it not come in the way of self knowledge number 2 it is actually an agent for self knowledge because without ishvara dvaita no self knowledge oh that's nice what is number 3 number 3 you know and swami vidyaranya is uh, saying under his breath 
you idiot number 3 is apane tum ashakyam you cannot remove it even if you wanted to how can you remove is ishwara dwaita so two three things you have to remember you know what is that you know abadhakam it is not coming in the way of your gaining self knowledge and then sadhakam in fact it is helpful to gaining gain self knowledge because without the manifest universe without the presence of shastra guru etc shishyatvam all these things you know guru shishya all these dvaita not being there they, it is impossible to eliminate samsara so abadhakam sadhakam and hello mr purva pakshi besides why are we having this silly you know argument why am i even bothering to answer you because apane tum ashakyam it is not possible to remove it is not possible to destroy ishvara dvaitam and so therefore what and and so therefore tadvishyate kutah what is your problem why why is there so much focus hatred and so much charge discussion dvishyate means it's not harming anybody ishvara dvaita is not harming anybody so why why are you focused on it why so much hatred with regard to ishvara dvaitam just get over it okay and then you know what does the purva pakshi say you know he he, he will say something like what about jeeva dvaitam even that is apanetum ashakyam <laughs> even that is not possible to remove or even that is you know does that also share these three characteristics we will see the that in detail tomorrow om purnamadah purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya purnameva vashishyate om shanti 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 hari hi om shri gurubhyo namaha hari hi om